brought to you by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. Give me a call at 845-430-8415. Let's chat some real estate. We can talk baseball, whatever you want to do. Give me a call and we'll have a conversation. I'm Kyle Straub. He's Pat James. Appreciate you tuning in for our player profile series as we move along, getting ready for opening day, which is just a couple of weeks away for the Tar Heels. 27 returning players. We're on to number 13, and that is Mikey Madej. Pat, a guy who came in really high defensive prowess coming from a JUCO school, but it also wasn't his first stop in college. He's now in his third year, though, with the Tar Heels. It'll be interesting to see how he kind of fits in the mix. Yeah, you know, Mikey, you know, he's now in his sixth year overall, which is kind of hard to really fathom, you know. Dallas Tesser. <laughs> exactly. He's following the same, <laughs> same path. Um, but, you know, he's had one of the more interesting collegiate careers of any player on this roster, you know, starting out at Purdue, you know, where he played in all 56 of the Boilermakers games in 2017, starting 55, mostly at third base in DH. He ends up transferring to Northwest Florida State College, as you mentioned, where he slashed 354, 432, 451 in 51 games there in 2019. After that, you know, kind of comes in, transfers to UNC ahead of that 2020 season. You know, and really kind of emerged as the starting second baseman, thanks in large part to just kind of his mature approach to play, as well as his sure-handedness defensively. You know, and talking to Coach Forbes, you know, he's kind of talked about how in the past, you know, how entering that season, just based on how good he did in the fall, that, you know, him as well as Coach Fox, really everybody thought that, you know, the 2020 season was really going to be his only year in Chapel Hill just because of how impressive he was. But, you know, of course, that season comes and goes, you know, after just 19 games due to the pandemic. You know, with the arrival of last year's freshman class, which included, you know, guys like Johnny Castagnazzi and Colby Wilkerson, you know, playing time just became a little bit harder to come by. You know, he only plays in 22 games last season, making five starts at second base and having 12 appearances as a pinch runner. Only had 23 total plate appearances, slashing 100, 174, 100. But, you know, he's a guy who's kind of, you know, had an impact for sure, you know, over his first two years in Chapel Hill, especially on the defensive end. Yeah, being Panhandle Defensive Player of the Year is the thing I remember highlighting when he came in and then heard all the talk in the fall and the winter about how they just couldn't get him out. And in baseball, sometimes it's tough because you need to get uh, some regular playing time, get some regular at-bats to get yourself kind of in a groove and in a rhythm throughout a season. And he's just never had that opportunity. And you just laid out why, because of COVID, because of just the depth that they've had. And at times they've tried to move him into the outfield I kind of see him in a role like Clemente Inkland. He's a guy off the bench who you can trust to put out there. If for some reason he ends up getting some extended play, he could surprise some people and be a real contributor to the team. Uh, Like they thought before that 2020 season kind of came to a screeching halt, but you just don't know because there's even more competition now at some of those places with some guys that we've talked about already and some guys that we will talk about. Um, But It just is a never-ending cycle here. The one thing I do know is a constant is that they've got good people that come in, and Mikey Madej is another one of those. So even though maybe he hasn't gotten the playing time that he has wanted or expected when he came to Chapel Hill, he's a good dude to have in that dugout, especially because I think you have more transfers now. He's gone through that a couple of times. He can help tell them you know, how to acclimate and how to get into a nice rhythm to be comfortable for the season. Yeah, and I think kind of going off that point a little bit, I mean, you saw last season, you know, the opportunities that he did get. Yes, he didn't. You know, the stats, you know, hitting-wise 
uh, weren't going to be eye popping or anything like that, but he still made impact when he got in there. You know, I think most notably there, the one that I really think of is that final home series against Louisville, you know, UNC really needed to pick up, you know, a few wins to kind of boost its postseason resume. He comes in, you know, hasn't played a whole lot again, started the first two games of that series at second base and was just amazing out there at second. I mean, had a big time, you know, diving play there to his left in the first game ends up coming up in that same game, had a bunt single, um, that kind of really opened things up for UNC and route to that win. And then you saw in the series finale where he had a big sack fly that also kind of just kind of opened up the offense as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's just kind of a guy who's shown that, you know, when a team needs a spark, you know, he can provide one. I think you couldn't ask for anything more. I've kind of one of those veteran guys, as you talked about. Yeah, on a team that I think is comprised hitting-wise mostly of guys that are going to be gap-to-gap, hit it out of the ballpark, ball players. Madea is that small ball, old school kind of dude who's going to do the dirty things and make sure the guy gets moved over and and just kind of help you out, even though it may not show up on the stat sheet. All right, let's wrap up the fifth year player, sixth year player, third year as a Tar Heel. Uh, Mikey Madea, what is the number to know for the Tar Heel infielder? Well, we're going to go right off that last point you made there. The number to know for Mikey Madea is four, which is the total number of sacrifice flies and bunts that he has had over the last two seasons. That is the second most on the team among players on the roster who have been on the roster over that span. Angel Zarate is the only guy with more. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as we kind of highlight, I mean, just, you know, a baseball rat with a high IQ, you know, if he can continue to make some strides there on the offensive end and just kind of once again show those bad handling skills, you know, that helped earn him rave reviews in the fall of 2019. I mean, he really could emerge as a key contributor. And I think, you know, one more thing to mention on him real quick. He's a switch hitter who has some speed as well, mm-hmm. um, which can always be in handy as well. Speed kills. Speed kills if you can get it on the base <laughs> path. So we'll see what happens with Mikey Madej this uh, season. Keep an eye on the veteran. That is our player profile on Mikey Madej. For Pat James, I'm Kyle Straub saying so long, and thanks for tuning in to Bosch to the Bigs. 